Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here. And I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about the importance of weight training, the importance of resistance training, not just from a fat loss perspective, from a whole life perspective. And I've got some Q&As as well, which are going to be super helpful because I feel like this podcast is definitely going to be for the majority of us who aren't weight training at the, at the moment. And I know that I'm probably going to send this out to, to loads and loads of people way after this podcast has been released because it is something I see so like time and time again of people saying, but I do spin classes, but I go to the gym, but, I, you know, chop and change, don't really have a plan the gym doesn't work for me. So we'll just go back to classes. And I feel like hopefully by the end of this podcast, you are going to be like, holy shit balls. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing any of that. That's why I'm not seeing results. So now I'm going to start doing what M says and um, see the results from it. So first of all, girls, in case you can't tell, which you definitely can, I've got a cold um, and a cough. So annoyingly, <coughs> excuse me, annoyingly, it, my options were crack on and do the podcast or don't do it and I'm not about the life of don't do it so it's progress over perfection which is what we're always going for so I'm really going to try and not talk about it or think about it because I feel like when you've got a cough the more you talk about it like I just did it makes you want to cough does anyone else get that so uh, we're going to power through and if you're like me I don't know whether this is just me or not I fucking hate listening to people when they've got a cold I'm like god your voice is annoying so um Sorry if you are one of them people. Try and just, you know, you can't ignore my voice because I'm on here for the next half an hour. But yeah, just try and bear with. Okay, so let's get into it then. First of all, we're going to cover what is weight training and what is resistance training because the, the, the two phrases get used interchangeably and that's because basically the same thing. Okay, so weight training, resistance training is just putting that extra load against your body um when you're working out okay that's all we're saying here so if you do hear people talk about weight training versus resistance training it is the same thing they might use the word resistance training if they're using different types of equipment such as like a sled pull in in the gym or for example press-ups and pull-ups are still resistance training because you are working against your body's own resistance uh, whereas weight training might be used for things like barbells, dumbbells, gym equipment. But the, the, taking the names out of it, they're, they're the same thing, okay? They put an external force through your body um, rather than something like cardio, like running or cycling where it's that cardio-based thing, okay? So why should we do weight training slash resistance training? So the first thing is, and this for me, the, the reason I start start the list of this is because this is the first benefit that you're going to feel from it, okay? You are going to feel, pardon the pun, empowered. There is no better feeling than leaving a strength training workout. None. 
I don't care how hard you go in the in, in the spin classes or in the hit classes, it ain't the same feeling as leaving a session knowing that you've squat lunge deadlift and you're getting you, you know you're lifting heavier and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe how like much weight I moved today. Like there is nothing more empowering than leaving a weight training session. Now, if I, th- I think what the problem is on this first point, we're getting straight with the problems, is that a lot of people, a lot of women don't push themselves to where they are capable. So actually, if you're sitting here thinking, do you know what, I'm point one, you've lost me because I've done strength training and I don't feel like that. I feel like I've done nothing. Well, honey, it's probably because you did do nothing in the nicest way possible. Now, you've got to remember, guys, if, you, if you're an avid mission of how listening, you'll already know this. But if you're not, that's okay. I was a PT for 15 years, an in-person PT. I know what it looks like when you should be pushed or I know what it looks like when you're pushing yourself in the workout that you do versus seeing people in the gym and they're not pushing themselves. And I still see it all the time. I see, and this is one of my biggest, biggest passions about being a coach, right? Is that I see girls in the gym doing workouts and I just think, girl, you have made the effort to come here. You are making the effort to go through these exercises but you are not putting effort in in the weights that you are lifting. And it just makes me, that's one of my drivers of being a coach is giving my team the confidence to say, you can lift heavier, back yourself, girl. You know, and this is, this is you know, the positive of me being a, fit, a PT for 15 years is that I know that when you when people can push themselves to that next level. And sometimes I would literally say to my clients, okay, double your weight. Next week, when you send me your form check video, that weight best be doubled. And they will, they will, they will do it because they know do me no wrong. No, but they will. And then they will say, I can't believe how much buzzing I was afterwards. And this is this is the thing about being empowered, is that yes, you will feel empowered if you push yourself to the level that you need to. The likelihood is you're not going to go to the gym and do a workout with one or two kilogram weights and then leave the gym feeling empowered. Okay. You have to be using your weight and we'll, we'll get on to um, you know, um, number of weights in, in a sec. But yeah, so the first one is feeling empowered. You're obviously going to feel stronger in body and mind because again, <laughs> relating into that empowered thing is that feeling stronger in body because the the more progressive, you know, you get in your workouts, you're going to lift heavier. You're going to feel that strength come physically, but stronger in mind as well because this is where you are going to notice things and this is what I love seeing on my check-ins is that maybe you will be going to the gym, you know, four, five, six weeks, and then that weekend you decide to move the couch around or you're getting a bed delivered and you go, I'll give it a go, moving it, and you're like, oh, my God, there's no way I could have done this two months ago. Look at me go. And this is honestly one of the biggest things that I get from check-ins is girls will message me saying, I moved the couch. I didn't have to ask anyone to, you know, bring the shopping in or lift it up something heavy, like, and you feel it. You feel it in your mind that you're getting stronger. So that's number one. Going on to like the physical aspects then. So injury prevention around your joints, around your bones and joints, okay? As we get older. Now, I know a lot of us listening to this podcast are over 30, okay? That you are my crew. The over 30 crew, the 30, 40, 50, 60 year old women. This is who I do Empowered for, okay? Because... I like my clients when they come and work with me feel like oh do you know what I, I didn't do it in my 20s and now I feel like past it I'm like no 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 
no one's past it. This is who we do it for. So what a fact that we need to understand is from around the age of 30, we start to lose muscle mass and muscle strength. Okay. When you have less muscle mass and strength, you open up your risk of injuries. So for example, if you fall over and you haven't got the the strength in your muscles, like, you know, to stop yourself or to just have that rebound, then you're looking at the potential of like a broken bone or a dislocated joint. Okay. So especially, like I said, over, you know, around our age and getting older, we're starting to lose that muscle mass, lose that muscle strength. We need to be weight training to retain it. Very, very important um, to do that. And then the next one and the last one is to do with your metabolism. That sounds like I was singing that then, didn't it? But we, I've spoken about metabolism on previous podcasts, but we're going to touch on it now. Okay, so your metabolism is how efficient your body is at taking the energy you consume from food and utilizing it through bodily functions. Okay, so you hear people t- talking about fast metabolism, slow metabolism, and we always relate it to, to fat loss, but it's not just fat loss. Like metabolism is like your bodily functions, the chemical changes going in within your body. Sorry, girlies. <laughs> so if we want to have a good metabolism, which we do, we want our bodies to function well. We want our bodies to be efficient at taking food from taking energy from food and using it up rather than storing it as fat. Well, lean muscle increases your metabolism, lean muscle tissue, so muscle tone, okay? Now, not only does having lean muscle on your body increase your metabolism, but when you're weight training, the after effect increases your metabolism for about 72 hours after. So you get in a literal double whim from from weight training is that you're going to put some lean muscle tissue on which is going to increase your metabolism when you're not working out make you more efficient at using energy from food but also every time you do a strength workout you're increasing that metabolic burn after so it increases that metabolic rate for around 72 hours after so again very good if we're looking at staying in shape keeping weight off we want to have that you know, that quick, that, that, um, increased metabolism through weight training. And then the last point is, and then we're going to get into the Q and A thing. So it helps manage your blood sugar. Okay. So when we eat food, there were not, you know, food, some foods have higher sugar content than others, but foods will always, always have like what you call like an insulin response into your blood. Okay. So this is where the, the sugars that are broken down from the food circulate in your blood. Okay, now when we have more lean muscle tissue, when we have more lean muscle tissue, that glucose then goes into your muscle and it's not circulating in your blood. So when when we have too much sugar uh, glucose circulating in our blood, this is where we're at increased risk of type 2 diabetes. Okay, so it can actually help, having more lean muscle tissue can actually help reduce the risk of type 2 diabetes. But even if you've got type 2 diabetes, you should be resistance training because it helps manage it because it's helping with that uptake of glucose into your muscles rather than just circulating your blood that was a little bit sciencey but i think from a like a health perspective it's really 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 important to understand that and this is where (laughs) things step away from fat loss and we, we prioritize health because again as we get older we know that we're at higher risk of of these um of these type of diseases so again weight training from a health perspective 
going to help you manage your, your blood sugar levels, okay? And this can be also helping things with cravings, okay? If you do resistance training, because your body is much more, like, accurate at taking that that sugar and utilizing it, you're not going to have these as bad cravings as you do with no resistance training. So that's a little side note. Okay, so that's sort of what the difference between weight training and resistance training, pretty much the same thing, and why you should be doing resistance training. Now, something I didn't touch on there is obviously shape change, okay? That if you, who who diets really and just says, well, I just want to be a smaller version of what I am now. You don't. You don't want to look like a deflated balloon. You know that when you're dieting, because underneath you would you would like to have that shape, a bit of, a bit of shape in your bum, in your legs, in your arms. I'm not talking about abs, visual abs. I'm talking about like just having that leaner, stronger, healthier shape rather than just being, if we are overweight or we just want to look like a smaller version of you. You know that that's not the reason. So by lifting weights and stimulating this muscle growth and this muscle tone, you are then going to, as you shed that fat, have this nice shape underneath. And that's what you've got to bear in mind. And that is going to take me on to my question questions that I'm going to answer. So the questions were actually very, very good because everything I would talk about in this podcast, um, I can relate to them. So the first, que- first question I got was about um, you know, I want to turn my fat to muscle. Well, you can't, is the bottom line to that, girls, okay? So that's not just the answer, by the way. We're going to go into it now because this is a very, very, very common misconception. Body fat and muscle tissue are completely different entities, okay? So let's get our head around that. You cannot turn fat to muscle and your muscle is not going to, you know, miraculously turn into fat okay it's gonna come down to your diet so this is what i was just saying about shape change that if you want to drop body fat and underneath have this nice muscle you can't just go i want to turn this fat into muscle you have to stimulate the growth of that muscle so that is where resistance training comes in is that you want to be doing some resistance training to start stimulating that muscle whilst at the same time managing your diet, putting yourself in a calorie deficit to utilize that stored fat as energy, but at the same time, you're stimulating muscle growth. So as you shred the fat, you're going to have this muscle underneath, okay? So you cannot turn fat to muscle. You have to grow that muscle tissue. And when am I going to talk about this? Let's talk about it now. So when it comes to diet, and turning fat to muscle, you do need to be in a calorie deficit to use up that stored fat. But this is where the importance of protein comes in if you want to build that muscle, okay? How I always explain it to my clients, and this is a very, very good way to remember it, right? Your workouts are going to stimulate your muscles to grow. Your protein is going to come in and help your muscles to grow. So you've got stimulus, and then you've got the building block of protein. You need both if you want the best results. So again, if you're going to the gym and you're doing resistance workouts, but you're not keeping an eye on your protein, again, you're wasting effort. And this is the importance of both. And this is why coaches, I just had to check my mic, wasn't touching the thing now. This is why I don't just do workout plans. You know, are you the one that says, I just need a workout plan? No, you don't. No, you don't. 
you need weight health plan and you need to get your head around your nutrition to support your weight health plan. They come hand in hand, okay? So number one, turning fat to muscle, not a thing. Number two, should I strip fat with cardio before weightlifting? No, because cardio doesn't strip fat. Your diet does. Okay, we're getting, we're on a roll here, girls. We're on a roll here, okay? So I talk a lot <laughs> on my social media about stop hammering the cardio. You want fat loss, stop hammering the cardio. Now, this is because cardio is great, right? I'm currently training for a 10K. It's got absolutely nothing to do with me fat loss goals. It's because I want to run a 10K. I want to be fit. I want to feel, you know, fast. I want to feel strong. That's why I'm running a 10K. Anytime I do cardio, it's for me fitness. And it might be at the end of a diet when I'm, you know, just trying to increase my output that little bit more. That's when I would do cardio. But there is nothing magic about cardio, okay? When it comes to stripping fat, as we've just covered, to, if you want to strip fat, you want to be building lean muscle to increase your metabolic rate. So you're burning calories when you're not even in the gym. You want to be eating protein to contribute to that muscle growth, to to continue to contribute to that that muscle tone coming coming up. Okay, so resistance training paired with a calorie deficit, staying on top of your step goal, that's going to be the best thing for you if you're looking at losing fat. Okay. You can use cardio as extra output. And if you enjoy cardio, that's great. But just change, shift your mindset of what you're doing it for. So I had one of my clients check in from the Fit and Six yesterday. And she said, I haven't done any of your workouts, but I have done three spin classes this week. Well, first of all, if 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 if, if, if once you do three spin classes, I'll tell you to do three spin classes. There's, you know, there's method in my madness, right? And so I went on to explain to her that, listen, if you want to do spin classes, that's fine. That is totally okay. But I know that your goal is for fat loss and shape change. You're not going to find that on a spin bike. And girls, I taught spin for 10 years. 10 years. Okay. I've been there. I know. I'm doing three spin classes a day. Yeah. But, you know, and then I'm going to go and teach aqua. I'm like, no. Great for fitness. But again, and I think as well with the misconception is that you feel like you go balls out in a spin class and I'm not saying you don't, you do, okay? You absolutely push yourself. But what does that then lead to? That leads in a, oh my God, I've worked so hard. Yes, I am sweating. Yes, it then leads into like both a mental and physical increase in hunger. Because you're telling yourself, I've worked so hard, I need to refuel. But also physically, if you've pushed your cardiovascular levels and you need that recovery, your hunger hormones are going to go up. This is why steps and resistance training are number one for fat loss. Because your steps, you're not exhausting yourself. You're just nice and gently ticking over that movement, secret calorie burn. It's not, not doing anything major to your hormones, you know? And this is why, again, oh, I haven't hit my steps, but I did a hit class. I don't care. I'd rather you've gone out and do your steps. Okay? So we've just got to get our mindset into, like, like this is why I started with why you want to do resistance training because of the lean muscle thing, okay, and the strength thing and the empower thing is that, and definitely there is a place for you to do your cardio classes, girls. I'm not saying there isn't. 
but for a little bit of extra output and your fitness levels, fantastic. Maybe even, maybe even a social aspect, okay? But if you've listened to me before, you know I'm not a Billy bullshitter. I like to come at you with the truth, even if it's not what you want to hear sometimes. And the bottom line is, if you want the best shape change physical results, you need to be shifting some metal. Okay, so hopefully that answers number two. Stripping fat with cardio first, no. We sort of covered that. Is that if you want to strip fat, then you want to be doing your diet, your resistance training, your steps, adding a little bit of cardio if you want. But I would never recommend just doing a shitload of cardio unless... Nope, I wouldn't say unless. Take it back. Don't. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Um, I hate it when people say, oh, can I just say something? Oh, no, it doesn't matter. Uh, but no, it's absolutely not what I wanted to say. All right, so next question then. So... I put on my, if, if the way people ask me questions, in case you just listen to this podcast, I put on my Instagram, ask me any questions, like I can help you demyth uh, with weight training. So someone said, I get confused with what equipment to use in the gym. Uh, so sometimes I just use, oh, sorry. I get confused with what equipment to use in the gym. So sometimes I just use what is free. So this is, this is like a two-part question. The first part I'm going to say is that is what gym instructors are there for, okay? That is what PTs on the gym floor are there for, are there for, got a gym floor there for. And again, I used to be a gym instructor. I used to be an in-person PT, I know. And one of the best things that I used to love about my shift is if someone came up to me and said, "Um, can you show me how to use this? Or what's an exercise for the back of my arms? I would be like, yes because it would mean that i didn't have to clean any gym equipment i wouldn't have to do any boring admin crap that used to make you do and i wouldn't just be standing on my own i would be absolutely buzzing that someone's asked me a question now unfortunately what i've seen in, in plenty of gyms over the years is that gym instructors look like the most unapproachable bunch of people which is very annoying because I was never like that but also which is why I was a very successful PT is because I used to chat to people so don't be afraid to ask that is what they are there for okay again as soon as you ask their faces probably look upside down at the moment because they're bored if soon as you go in and say oh can I just ask you a question they'll probably light up so don't be afraid to ask if you do if you've got a plan with a certain type of equipment on that you're not sure to use. Um, if you're working with a coach, obviously this is the coach's job to talk you through it. But if you're not and you're just doing it off an app or something, please do not be afraid to take your app, show the instructor and say, hey, I'm meant to be doing this. Can you show me how to use it? Or is this... And girls, full transparency. When I started in my gym, where I'm at now, they um, they had this like thing, this pad thing that I wanted to use. And I swear to God, I thought I nearly broke it. I just went up to someone and I was like, hey, I do not know how to use this, you know. And I'm a coach. So let this be a lesson that even me, I go into gyms and I'm like, what the hell is that contraption? Looks like a sex machine. Uh, not that I know what a sex machine looks like, but you know what I mean. Sort of not 50 shades of grey. And, and I will ask. So do not panic thinking they're going to think you're stupid or they're going to think of that. That is one, what they're paid to do. So that's the bloody job. But two, even people that are experienced like myself will not know of how to use some equipment. Okay, so ask. Now, the second part of this question was, so sometimes I just use what's free. Now, here's the problem, okay? When we are weight training and resistance training, 
we need our muscles to be adapting to that exercise so adapt and grow adapt and grow okay think about it about any life circumstances that when you do something tough it's a bit of a struggle but then you adapt and then you grow and you get better and then you might come up against another struggle but then you adapt and you grow and you get better same thing with our muscles okay so (laughs) this is where i'm now gonna de bullshit this whole shock your body confuse your muscles hang on why are we talking about our muscles like they're sitting there with a pair of glasses and a book they're not a person okay your muscles are literally like their tissue okay so they haven't got a personality they don't need to be shocked or confused they need to be progressively adapting to the exercise to grow so how do we do that well first of all we need a plan and we need to have this plan either written down or in an app or somewhere visual so we can monitor our progress because there is no way in hell that if you are resistant training three times a week which is what i recommend that you are remember remembering every rep range and every weight that you do for each exercise every single week it ain't happening so number one tip girls either get a logbook notes on your phone I reckon, well, I use an app with my girls, okay? So they log all their reps and sets and uh, weights each week. We then compare to make sure that they are doing something called progressive overload. Now, progressive overload is what your body needs, is what your muscles need to adapt and grow, okay? So hopefully you're still with me on this one. So the part, part B answer to this question is that you need to be track, you need to plan and you need to track it. Now, I always advise of having a plan. If you are a very, very, very beginner, I would probably say get yourself a nice, simple plan for about six weeks, okay? Very, very simple, very, very basic. All the basic movements, squat, lunge, press, row, very basic, so that you can execute for six weeks, and then you can jazz it up a little bit. But the minimum that I will ever, ever, ever give my girls to do their plan, minimum, is eight to 10 weeks. Some girls have a plan for 16 weeks. Um, some girls, it might be 12 weeks. But the bottom line is, you need to be doing this exercise, these exercises, and you need to be getting, progress. you need to be progressive overloads in your body. Now, progressive overload means that each week you are increasing that force, whether that is through repetition, so doing a couple of extra reps, an extra set, the weight going up, decreasing rest times, so it's a little bit harder to perform the exercise, but that is where your changes need to happen, okay? Now, the reason that I say stick to a plan for like, you know, six to 16 weeks, whatever you want to do, is because when you chop and change the exercise, you are then having to think about the exercise and if you're doing it right and if it's hitting the right muscles. If you haven't already listened to my podcast on how to get toned, I go more into it than that, so go and have a little listen to that, but, you know, you're thinking every single session, am I doing this right, your body's not having a chance to adapt to the exercise, because you're completely changing it, whereas if you have a plan, and you repeat these workouts each week, you've got an opportunity every week to go in and go, right, I know how to do this row machine, so this week, I'm going to try and feel it, really like loads in me back this week and really slow it down and feel it because last week I felt like I nailed it this week I'm going to really nail it and actually I'm going to put the weight up because I know I'm getting stronger at it 
that is progressive overload. That is how your muscles adapt. That is how you start to see that strength progression and that tone progression, okay? So if right now you are listening to this and that you are chopping and changing or just going into the gym and seeing what's free, girly, no wonder you are not seeing results. I feel your pain because again, like I said, biggest drive for me is girls showing up to the gym and not executing it properly and losing that motivation because they feel like it's not working for them. You are lacking a plan. You are lacking, you are lacking tracking your progress. You are lacking progressive overload. Okay. So get the plan, set the timeline and every single session you do, make sure that rep reps are going up or weights going up or sets are going up. You don't have to do everything at once, but every session we want to be making sure that we are progressing. Okay. And it's really hard because sometimes if you have been in the mindset of doing a different class every single week, uh, you know, you chop and change. One day it's grit, then it's hit, then it's boot camp, then it's body pump, then it's Aquaman or whatever you want to call it. Getting your head around the fact that you now have to repeat workouts, it can be difficult. But the bottom line is, girls, I, it is what it is. That's how it works. So you have to find a plan that you enjoy, a workout you enjoy. And again, this is the power of having a coach to relate to. I will touch base with my works, my girls. How are you finding the workouts? Is there any exercise that you don't really like? We can swap them out to a similar ones. We're still working the same muscle groups. But the bottom line is you need to get your head around. Okay, I'm in this plan now for six to eight weeks. I'm going to nail it. I'm going to progress it. And that's when I'm going to see results. So that's what we need to focus on. So hopefully that clears up what progressive overload is, why you're not seeing results with chopping and changing workouts, why you shouldn't be changing your workouts all the time. And possibly why you're not seeing results from classes. Because again, being, I feel like I've done every freaking job in the fitness industry, you know. <laughs> I've been a class instructor, a spin instructor, a PTA. But even when I was it, when I was a, a class instructor, I know that I used to change my classes all the time to keep people, oh, this week we're doing this. Well, what a fuck up that was. Great for fitness, great for fitness, great for social aspect, shocking for people's results. But you live and learn, and here I am now getting the best results ever. So trust me on this one. Okay, right. Let's move on to the next question. Next question then. Cardio versus resistance. Which is more important? Absolutely great question. So I'm guessing this was for fat loss. Someone just put cardio versus resistance, which is more important. And like, I think we've already covered like... Cardio, let, let, we're going to do it from fat loss phase. Cardio versus resistance for fat loss, okay? My preference would be put the effort in your resistance, do your steps, do your diet, and then add in your cardio, okay? You do not need to be going 100 miles an hour on the cross trainer, nearly pulling it off the tinges, okay? So that's what I would say. Now, I'm going to answer the question as it's been asked. Cardio versus resistance, which is, which is more important? So it depends Let's put in perspective that you want to train for a half marathon. Well, what's going to be more important? Your cardio training, getting your run fit, getting your heart and lungs on side or your resistance. Well, we know for that goal, cardio is going to be more important, isn't it? Because you can only get better at running by running, okay? Well, not only running, but, you know, a big chunk of your training needs to be running to get better at it. So if your goal is to get fitter, cardiovascular wise heart and lungs 
Oh, see, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot here because I still think you can do that with resistance training. No, okay, let's change that, change that then. This is the power of me not being able to edit podcasts. You hear it when I mess up. So if you have a goal that is to, like I said, get better at running, biking, your fitness levels, then yes, cardio is going to be more important. But that doesn't mean you can't hit into your cardiovascular with resistance training. It comes down to intensity. So I... Um, training. I, I I sort of split my training right right now. I'm training for the 10k. So I'm doing two runs a week. I do my bodybuilding, so I enjoy it for my physique. But I absolutely adore CrossFit for my fitness levels. Now in CrossFit, we absolutely hit our cardiovascular system whilst resistance training with barbells, with dumbbells, because it's all about the intensity of you moving your body and how hard your heart and lungs are working. So when we talk about cardio, let's just de-bullshit that cardio is cross trainer bike rower skiing okay they're cardio equipment but you are not put in a box to say that is the only way to train your cardiovascular system you can train your cardiovascular system with body weight with barbells with dumbbells you just have to be moving at a pace where you'll feel your heart rate go up and you you know you're panting like a dog so cardiovascular resistance which is more important the bottom line is it depends what's your goal okay so sorry, not a clear answer on that one. What is the best time to train weights? So best time to train weights, you're going to love these answers, is the best time that feels good for you and that works with you and that you can be consistent at. So for some people, that might be 6 a.m. Because actually, they need to be home by 7.30 to get the kids ready to school, to get ready for work. They're out the house, they're home late. Ain't no other time to get it in. So that's that is the best time for them. For other people, it might be straight after work because in the mornings they've got to walk the dog, they have a longer commute, they need to take the peak with them and train after work. That's the best time. There is no time that is absolutely optimal because not like if I said to you, okay, the best time for you to train weights is 10 a.m. Well, if you're working from nine till five how the hell are you going to train at 10am it's not possible is it so the best time to train is a time that feels good for you and girls test it out absolutely test it out for for years right for the past five four five four or five years right i used to train at 10am 10am i used to go gym train four or five years i was like yeah i love this all of a sudden poof not working for me anymore. It was stressing me out. Men- and not like physically it wasn't working for me. It wasn't fitting into my life anymore. It was making me feel anxious leaving my laptop because at the same time, that was a great time for me to train. It was also when I was in my flow of work. So I had to move my routine and now I train at 7am. I get up and do my walk at 6am. Then I go train. Then I come back and start my day. So it's okay to try trial and error what works for you. But the best time to train it's the time that works for you, okay? So don't just be like, oh, I tried to train every night, doesn't work for me. Get your ass out of bed in the morning and get to the gym if it's an option. Nine times out of 10, it's an option for people, right? The thing is that people don't want to get up and do it. Nine times out of 10, you might be that one out of 10, but nine times out of 10, you know that if I said to you, get yourself up at half five and get in the gym for six, you'd, you'd be like, what? No, you wouldn't be like, I can't because, I don't know, I've got the kids. Like, if you've got a partner and they're at home till eight, you can get up at half five and go to the gym. 
It's just your mentality around it. So anyway, best time to train, best time for you. Okay, so this is the last question. Aww. Um. Okay, so someone's put how not to be scared of the men's section in the gym. And let's be honest, I nearly bashed my eyes against my laptop when I read this. I was like, oh my God. Oh, this is one of my pet peeves. And if any of my clients are listening to this, they will be laughing because they, like literally every client that I take from home workouts or have never been to the gym before and they message me and say, when in the men's section, I am like down on them like a ton of bricks. It's not the fucking men's section. It's not the men's section. So <laughs> it is not the men's section, girls. Okay. The reason why we call it the men's section is because for years and years and years, men have taken up space in that section and sort of like driven us out to the point where gyms now have women only section, which I'm just not a fan of. I think that is driving us more into a corner. We should be showing up to the gym, moving our bodies, doing our weights with no shits given because we're there for us. You should not give a shit about what any man, uh, honestly, I wish I recorded these podcasts. I wish you could see how passionate I am about this. About what any other person, not even man, what any other person thinks of you. You are there to better yourself and give it your best shot. And that is what matters. That is 100% what matters, okay? If there are, again, just from my experience, right? Obviously, I'm a PT. I'm fairly confident in the gym. Any gym that I go in, I'm fairly confident with what I'm doing. But when I look around and I see guys, men, I'm going to say men because they do they do take up the most that area, which is so sad. It's definitely an improvement. But I look around and I think, because I always think about this, right? I always think, well, if I come in here and I was a newbie, how would I feel? But I can't help to see and, and look at the guys and think, well, they're lifting the same weights as me. And actually, he's doing that wrong. And he's doing that wrong. And he's doing that absolutely fucking awfully. But you know what the difference is, girls? Is that they do it with confidence. They do it with conviction of that I am the big guy. Like, I'm the big man here. Whereas actually, if I walked up and said, hon, you look like you're swinging a lampshade, not doing a bicep curl. Like, imagine how, like, belittled he'd feel. Obviously, I would never do that. But the reason that they don't is because in their head, that's the men's area, and I'm here lifting my weights. All they are doing is putting their cloak of confidence on. If you haven't listened to my podcast where I talk about gym tips, go and listen to it. Okay, this is that I we're gonna I give you gym tips of how to get your confidence up to go into the gym. But all you need to do is rock up into that area with your weights, do your workout, put on your cloak of confidence, go through it. Don't worry about what anyone is thinking, and just do it with confidence. And you watch how you feel afterwards. You will feel like I have bossed it. I've taken up space in the gym, which is I totally deserve to do. And I've unapologetically smashed my workouts. Here I am. And I'm telling you, after you've completed that, that one exercise, that one time in what the so-called, you know, men's area is, the free weights area, you'll be in there again because you'll realize exactly what I'm saying is true. Is that the only reason that we feel intimidated is because we let people or we let our own minds intimidate us about that area 
it is a complete mental game. Complete. So if right now you are listening to this and you know that when you go to the gym, you just get your dumbbells, you go into your little corner and you get on with it. Like, I want to challenge it and I want to say, don't do that. Please don't do that. Oh, good cry. Please don't do that. Go to the machine that you actually want to use or, you know, that you should use and have confidence. Put on a big fake smile, big fake coat of confidence and use the machine because that is how you're going to get over it. Ask it. You remember I said before about the gym instructors being bored and they'll be made up when you speak to them. Say to them, hey, I've never used um, that barbell back squat machine. Can you show me how to use it? And take up space and be proud that you are a woman who is lifting weights, bettering herself, increasing metabolism, getting that shape change. You know, you're doing all of these right steps. Do not let your mentality of feeling intimidated stop you from achieving it. It is not worth it. Because my God, is it not the fucking men's section? (laughs) So passionate about that. And I think, again, I'm so passionate about it is because I've worked in the gym environment since I was the age of 15 and I'm now 34, okay? And and when I used to work in, in, you know, when I used to work in the, in the gym, it was full of, it was full of men, yeah? I don't think I ever called it the men's area, but you know what I did? I used to rock up and used to chat to them, be like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm here, yeah, put the weights away, do my workout, blah, blah, and I used to take up space and just own it, because I was working in that gym, I did not want to pe- people to feel like I was, intimidated or that I was nervous like I was confident and as soon as you do that and that's probably why from doing it from that age I now have this confidence in any gym that I go to you bet that I am in that if even if there's 27 men and no women I'll be there and I will be the one saying are you using that because you're just sitting on your fucking phone doing nothing I wouldn't really say that but I'll be thinking it because it ha- it has to come from getting out your comfort zone. So after this after this podcast, please 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 go and do that. Okay, so bit of a long one today, girls. Did we a bit of a long one? So in summary, then why we need to lift weights? Well, we know why, don't we? So we need to lift weights to feel more empowered, to get that strength up, to prevent us from injury, balance our blood sugars, be healthier, fitter, stronger mentally and physically. And then if you are, which is, you know, it's always health first, but if you are looking for shape change and fat loss, I hope this this episode has, has enlightened you into what you need to be doing and what you not need to be doing, okay? Get off the cross trainer, get off the spin bike, get a plan, start tracking your weights. If you need help, drop me a message at underscore em.powered, get a plan, track your weights and go for it. Push yourself, back yourself, Okay. All us women are way stronger than what we think we're capable of. Okay, way, way, way stronger. So let's let's take up space in the gym and let's absolutely smash it. Okay. Any questions, guys? As always, drop me a message at underscore em.powered on Instagram. Please leave me a rating if you enjoyed this. And lastly, if you really did enjoy it, because I think this is one a lot of us are going to need to hear, share it on your social media social media, and definitely tag me so I can um, buzz off you. All right, it's going to love you and leave you guys. Any other Q&As on this, hit me up and we can definitely do another one in the future. Have an epic day. Thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to the Mission Empowered podcast. I will see you next time. Love you, bye.